Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. It is always interesting to me, the tactics of the left. We have skyrocketing inflation, continuing baby formula shortage, uh, supply chain issues that seem to be getting worse, millions of people flooding this country illegally, a president that can barely put two coherent sentences together. And what are the liberals in Congress doing in the face of a red tidal wave in this year's coming midterm elections? They are participating in a made-for-TV hearing about how they were affected a year and a half ago. They claim that President Donald Trump inspired those that went into the Capitol building to do so, even though he actually told them not to do that. It didn't matter that he said that, that we need to go over there and protest peacefully and legally. It doesn't matter that at all. What they're trying to do is they're trying to divert attention from our current problems and blame Trump all over again for the violence that went on that day. But if you really want to look at violence and the inspiring of that violence, you you have to look no further than our leftist leaders today. In a report from the Daily Wire, Senator Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the Democrat from New York, who two years ago, pointedly warned Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh that he would, quote, pay the price if he ruled against abortion. He remained silent hours after an alleged assassination, uh, which happened last Wednesday, uh, this attempted assassination that that was designed to kill the justice. In the middle of the night Wednesday, police arrested a 26-year-old man carrying a bag full of weapons and burglary tools, and he told police he planned to kill Kavanaugh in an attempt to prevent him from ruling on abortion and Second Amendment cases. His arrest put Schumer's warning in chilling relief, prompting Republicans to accuse Schumer and activists of endangering the justices through uh, incendiary rhetoric on Roe. Quote, I want to tell you, Gorsuch, this is Schumer, as he threatened the justices in, in March of 2020, quote, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions, unquote. Justice Crisis Network, Carrie Savino, called the comments a call to action. Quote, Senate Democrats, led by Senator Schumer, have waived a campaign for years to undermine the and intimidate the court. And she said that Schumer's outrage uh, and, and his, his outrageous threat to Justice Gorsuch and Kavanaugh on the steps of the court, after the the June medical decision, no less, was a call to action. Mark Paoletta, the former general counsel for the Office of Management and Budget under President Donald Trump, who worked for Justice Clarence Thomas confirmation, argued that Schumer's comments 
were, quote, chilling and criminally reckless. Quote, the Dobbs leak was an outgrowth of this, um, th- this threat, he told the Daily Wire. Do, do anything at all costs to stop the overturning of Roe versus Wade. That's, and that's what it boils down to. They will do anything at all costs to overturn Roe versus Wade. Schumer was speaking in reference to the Supreme Court case, uh, June Medical Services versus Russo, an abortion uh, case in which the court ultimately ruled with abortion advocates. His, his uh, threats prompted a rare rebuke from Chief Justice John Roberts, actually, who called the remarks both inappropriate and dangerous. He said this, he said, quote, Justices know the criticism comes with the territory, but threatening statements of this sort from the highest levels of government are not only inappropriate, they are dangerous. All members of court will continue to do the jobs without fear or favor from whatever quarter, unquote. Schumer and and many top um, major Democrats have not weighed in uh, on or even condemned the would-be assassination at this point. Not all, though, Nancy Pelosi, believe it or not, Deputy Chief of Staff, uh, her her Deputy Chief of Staff, Drew Hamill, told the Daily Wire late Wednesday afternoon that the, the Speaker of the House believes that violence against public officials has no place in uh, civilized society. And that Pelosi condemns this uh, abhorrent criminal act, unquote. And though President Joe Biden uh, did not issue a statement himself, his deputy press secretary said on Wednesday that Biden condemns the actions of this individual in the strongest terms and is grateful to law enforcement for quickly taking him into custody. Now, pressed on uh, and pressed to provide a statement from Biden himself, the White House Assistant Press Secretary uh, Alex, uh, Alexandra Lamana said on Wednesday evening that, quote, violence and destruction of property have no place in our country under any circumstances, and the president uh, denounces this action. Quote, we should all agree that actions like this are completely unacceptable, regardless of our politics, she said. Now, since the infamous leak of the draft Roe versus Wade decision, pro-abortion activists have escalated both rhetoric and protesting surrounding the issue. A slew of pro-life clinics and pregnancy uh, centers have been firebombed, vandalized, or attacked. Um, the prose- uh, um, uh, protesters um, make weekly visits to loudly demonstrate at the homes of the Supreme Court justices, and swelling crowds have um, protested outside the Supreme Court itself. These crowds have a message, quote, abort the court, unquote. Now, we see that on many signs and they will chant this. Um, it's, a, it's a statement pushed for years by Demand Justice. It, it, it's a progressive uh, group backed by Dark uh, Money Mothership uh, Arabella Advisors in, in a years-long campaign to intimidate, threaten, and smear the reputations of Supreme Court justices. Uh, quote, if we don't get it, tear it down, protesters chanted uh, in, into the, the wee hours of the night outside the Supreme Court following the leak. Let's make a deal, read a female 
um, sign, uh, pro- protesters sign held high above her head uh, with a hanger. And she said, for every woman who dies from this, one of you goes too, unquote. Why is Schumer silent now? Palin actually questioned, uh, quote, because he is beholden to the hard left and and he won't cross them. And he wants to burn down the, the court because the justices won't obey him on abortion. Other Democratic lawmakers have repeatedly called for increased protecting um, follow, protection uh, following the, the draft opinion leak, though none have apparently issued so strong a threat as Schumer's. Their language calls for increasing action, ordering activists to fight like hell uh, and to protest in the streets. Quote, uh, pro, uh, protect abortion rights by any means necessary, said Republican Cory Bush. Um, Democrat and Democratic Washington Representative Pamela J. J. Paul um, called for people to take to the streets across the country. Democratic New York Senator Kristen uh, Gillibrand ordered activists to fight like hell to preserve our fundamental human rights, unquote. Let's be clear, this is not final, and the far-right extreme court majority will not have the last word. This was tweeted by Tammy Duckworth, who's a a senator from Illinois. Uh, the, The American people will tonight. It's important. We will get loud, organize, and demand action from the Senate, was a retweet. Um... And and she she even said, hey, if if you can retweet this, uh, if you uh, please do, if you agree with protecting Roe versus Wade and now. Duckworth, who has uh, not uh, weighed in on the would be Kavanaugh assassination, of course, (laughs) accused Republicans of trying to jail women seeking abortions in a Wednesday afternoon tweet. Leftists, uh, media and and commentators have also escalated rhetoric. 1,000% of the blame and rage needs to be rocket launched at the Republican zealots who make this possible. Uh, This is a claim from the Huffington Post contributor, Bob Sesta. Uh, He said, blaming uh, other liberals isn't going to change a damn thing and will only confuse the matter. Decide today, right now, what you plan to do about it. (laughs) Here's another one, uh, and I can't totally um, (laughs) quote this for you because this is a family podcast, but I'll try my best. It says, quote, I I go back and forth between maybe you MFers should have voted for the email lady and maybe you MFers should have burned it down when McConnell wouldn't seat Merrick Garland. And this was actually a tweet uh, in all caps, by the way, (laughs) uh, from the, uh, the nation's Ellie Mistel, Ellie Mistel is her name, and she's a board member for Demand Justice. Uh, a commentator, uh, Keith Oberman, you may know, he he joked, I guess you could call it, F it, let's burn this place down. And he was talking about, of course, this, the Supreme Court. Not to be outdone, <laughs> President Joe Biden had an ad, uh, uh, had to add in his two cents, and according to the National Review, the, the, the man who was, of course, supposed to be this moderate healer of a president ha, has only really added to the fire. Uh, he's, he says, I, I just wanted to uh, 
put it on the record that I think this is an extraordinarily dangerous moment. Uh, we d- desperately need figures like President Biden to to say, uh, as he did on broadcast t- television, that he expects a mini revolution if the Supreme Court overrules Roe versus Wade. Yes, it is an ambitious statement, and the most charitable uh, interpretation is that he is just merely overhyping anticipated electoral consequences. But we need leaders to reassure people that the constitutional system of self-government will continue to work as ever. And I agree with that. So what, what has all this inflammatory rhetoric resulted in? Well, Caitlin uh, Carl uh, wrote a, an article back on May 18th for the Daily Mail. And, um, and, and she wrote this. She said, Homeland Security braces for nationwide violence after Roe v. Wade leak and launches investigations into threats to burn down or storm the Supreme Court, murder justices and their clerics, and attack churches and abortion clinics. The federal government is preparing for a surge in political violence when the Supreme Court officially rules in June this month on the abortion case that's expected to overturn Roe versus Wade. A Department of Homeland Security DHS intelligence memo from May 13th that was obtained by Axios says it expects threats that were levied against Supreme Court justices, clerks, lawmakers, clergy, and healthcare providers are expected to increase in coming weeks. The threat, according to the declassified memo, uh, are likely to persist and may increase leading up to the following uh, and following the issue of the court's official ruling. Some uh, radically and and ethnically motivated um, violent extremists uh, embrace uh, of of pro-life narratives may be linked to the perception of wanting to save white children and what and and fight white genocide the memo stated i i, I don't see anything that that uh that makes that a reality but that's what they put in there uh it also warns against extreme acts uh from pro-abortion and pro-choice groups and individuals the memo however makes clear that political activism as well as strong rhetoric and demonstrations are not inherently illegal. Um, Law enforcement agencies are investigating social media threats that emerged in the wake of the Supreme Court leak earlier this month, showing the um, conservative majority overruling Roe versus Wade, of course. Threats include burning down or storming the Supreme Court building, as well as murdering justices and their clerks. There are also threats online from pro-abortion proponents attacking places of worship and anti-abortion proponents targeting abortion clinics. The landmark uh, abortion ruling from 1973 made the the whole thing of of abortion um, illegal uh, as far as trying to make abortion illegal. So each state, of course, uh, could not do their own thing. They had to make abortion legal. Republicans argue that the decision should be given back to the states, of course, to decide how to govern abortions. While 13 states already have so-called trigger laws that would immediately ban abortion if Roe v. Wade is overturned. 
DHS is also committed, it says, to working with our partners across every level of government and the, the private sector to share timely information and intelligence, prevent all forms of violence, and to support law enforcement efforts to keep our communities safe. This was a DHS spokesperson, of course. Extremists have already started engaging in, in aggressive and violent acts with news of the leak, uh, leading to, the, um, of course, the um, erection of a tall, unscalable fence around the Supreme Court building there in Washington, D.C. Uh, pro-choice pr- uh, protesters uh, con- uh, convened outside the Supreme Court immediately after the, the news of the, the leak decision broke. Demonstrations became increasingly violent there as pro-life activists also uh, descended on the court. The fence uh, was put up for the protection of the Supreme Court justices, their staff, and the building. But of course, now we're seeing that violence being taken directly to their own homes. Furious uh, pro-abortion demonstrators arrived outside of the, the homes of Chief Justice John Roberts and fellow conservative Brent Kavanaugh less than a week after the leak. Also, the weekend after the, the leaked document circulated, protesters appeared outside churches. Antifa vandals hurtled uh, at least one Molotov cocktail into the offices of a Wisconsin family action uh, clinic in Madison. Uh, and this, this was an anti-abortion group in that state uh, that did that. The far-left extremist group also uh, scrawled a chilling message on the wall that read, if abortions aren't safe, you aren't either, as well as, the, of course, the Antifa symbol, uh, the capital A um, inside a circle, and the numbers 1312, which is a code that stands for ACAB, which, of course, means all cops are bastards. The damage was discovered on Mother's Day when a passerby called police and reported seeing smoke coming from the headquarters of the pro-life group. The organization lobbied against legalizing abortion and gay marriage, according to their website, and multiple government and private sector agencies are communicating and coordinating to mobilize ahead of potential increases in in, uh, civil unrest following the official ruling. But of course, we we don't have that yet, and so uh, that isn't in place as of yet. The issue of violence over the ruling is also raising eyebrows at the state level. A a Nevada counterterrorism agency memo indicated worries about the safety of election workers in the 2022 midterm elections uh, in the fallout of the decision. A Virginia uh, Fusion Center document uh, flagged potential for the doxing of people's personal information, as well as cyber attacks on abortion centers. They even warned against violence from extremists unrelated to the abortion issue at hand, even. So, so now we're seeing the violence begin. Let's, let's take a look at the attack on the Kavanaugh's. Daily Wire reports that the criminal uh, complaint against the man who allegedly wanted to assassinate Supreme Court Justice Brent Kavanaugh was released last Wednesday, only hours after he was arrested. The office description, uh, um, offensive description from the United States District Court for the state of Maryland states, quote, attempts to kidnap or murder or threatens to assault, kidnap or murder a U.S. judge, to wit, a current justice of the, of the United States Supreme Court. The complaint named the alleged um, assailant as Nicholas John Rosk. Uh, Roski, 
uh, R O S K E. Rosk, I guess we'll, we'll pronounce that, and stated that he had the um, Montgomery County Emergency Communications Center telling them that he was having suicidal thoughts and had a firearm in his suitcase. Now, Rosk a- admitted that he had traveled from California to kill a specific United States Supreme Court justice. The complainant said Montgomery County police officers found Rosk, Rosk near uh, Kavanaugh's residence uh, where uh, they took him into custody, of course. Uh, according to FBI Special Agent Ian uh, Mahito, uh, Rosk I- intended to kill Kavanaugh and then commit suicide. According to the court filing, Rosk neared Kavanaugh's home only to see two U.S. Deputy Marshals standing guard, prompting him to leave and call Emergency Communications Center. Now, Rosk then told the uh, detective that he was upset about the leak of a recent Supreme Court draft decision uh, regarding the the right to abortion, as well as the recent school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. The FBI said, uh, as the Washington Examiner reported, Rosk indicated that the justice uh, that that he intended to kill would side with Second Amendment decisions that would loosen gun control laws. So again, he's he's upset about both. Now, Ross stated that, he began thinking about how to give his life uh, a purpose and decided that he would kill a Supreme Court justice after finding the justice's Montgomery County address on the internet. The FBI agent uh, said that Ross further indicated that he had purchased a Glock pistol and the other items for the purpose of uh, breaking into the Kavanaugh's residence and killing the justice as well as himself. Now, the Daily Wire Uh, said that federal agents uh, raided Rosk's home on the same day that he he was arrested. The agents broke through the front door uh, of his home in the Simi Valley, California uh, area on Wednesday evening and seized boxes of evidence as part of a federal search uh, warrant. And this was uh, said by CBS Los Angeles. Threats of violence and actual violence against the justices strike at the heart of our democracy. This was uh, actually said by Merrick Garland, our uh, attorney general. Special Agent uh, uh, Manhino, uh, which we talked about a little bit earlier, noted that uh, a search of Rosk backpack and suitcase revealed a black tactical uh, chest rig and tactical knife, a Glock 17 pistol, and two magazines of ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, screwdriver, nail punch, crow- crowbar, pistol uh, light, duct tape, hiking boots with padding on the outside of the soles, and other items. Now, Rosk was charged with attempts to kidnap or murder, or th- um, threats to um, assault, kidnap, or murder uh, a U.S. Uh, judge, uh, to wit, a current justice of the United States Supreme Court. Uh, if convicted, he faces up to 20 years in prison. But but this is just one attack from uh, radical leftists. And the, if, if you look at it, this is not the only thing. We're seeing a lot of, uh, of violence happening right now. Um, the Daily Wire also uh, reports that pro-abortion activist group Ruth Sent Us, that's their name, Ruth Sent sent Us, sent a special message to Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's wife and daughters on the same day that 
a would-be assassin armed with a knife and a gun, of course, was arrested near the justice's property. This is what they did. The, the, the group named for the, the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, if you hadn't caught that already, shared several tweets after reports circulated about the man who was arrested near Kavanaugh's home. After announcing plans to forge ahead with peaceful and joyful protests outside the home of Alito, Kavanaugh, Justice Amy Corey, uh, Coney Barrett, and Chief Justice John Roberts in the coming days, they directed the next message to Kavanaugh and his family. Here's the message, quote, we offer our thoughts and prayers to Brett and Ashley Kavanaugh after a California man arrived by taxi near their home armed with gun and knife then called the police on himself to confess his murderous rage against the abusive alcoholic justice. Hmm. We didn't send him, the next tweet read. Okay. Fundamentalists want us to cower in fear of their armed attacks in our homes, schools, and clinics. They expect us to go high when they go low. We refuse. We're committed to nonviolence. Our um, uh, pro, pro, uh, protests are peaceful and joyful protests. Um, then, uh, there's a schedule. They, they, what they did is they, they put a schedule on their, uh, message of six different justices homes and they, and they highlight it Monday through Saturday with times and even carpooling available, believe it or not. Uh, then the following tweet was, uh, was billed as a special message, uh, directed specifically at Kavanaugh's wife, Ashley, and their daughters. Here's the special message. Get this. A special message for Ashley Kavanaugh and your daughter. This billboard was on your school grounds. We we feel for you, Leader uh, McConnell, and, and the GOP aren't worried for your safety. They worry only for uh, the uh, expensive Supreme Court they rigged and their own power. The, 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 this is a tweet, which included a photo of a poster advertising a crisis pregnancy center. Uh, several flyers were, were taped um, over the poster, including one with a quote often attributed to the late uh, actress Betty White, said, if men could get pregnant, abortions would be available at Jiffy Lube. Uh, there's, there's no record suggesting that she ever actually made that statement, but that's, that's who they contribute that to. The uh, Federalist um, Molly Hemingway uh, connected the dots, calling the obvious, um, you know, it, 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 that it's obvious that it's just simply horrific. Quote, pro-abortion groups that, that post directs, uh, directions to Kavanaugh's home, man arrested today, said he used online map to find it, also targeting his young daughters at school. This escalation and threat against the children must be stopped. Horrific, she said. But the, the, the Ruth Sent Us group is not the only leftist group that is trying to terrorize pro-lifers. In an article from the uh, National Review uh, back on, on the 7th of this month, pro-abortion terrorists firebombed a pro-life uh, Christian pregnancy center in Buffalo, New York, um, infiltrating uh, significant damage uh, on the building and, and vandalizing the remains uh, of their organization's name. Pro-abortion group Jane's Revenge, which is uh, ha- has developed a reputation for resorting to violence, claimed responsibility for the attack. 
which left glass shattered and much of the interior uh, of the Compass Care office burned and destroyed. The arsonist left graffiti on the wall that read, Jane was here. The organization has committed multiple such incidents in the last few months, including one in which it firebombed the headquarters of Wisconsin Family Action Center, uh, which is a pro-life group in, in Madison. Um, the terrorists there left the message, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. <laughs> Ironically, New York governor um, not only ignored the violence, but instead earmarked, get this, $35 million in taxpayer funds to increase security at abortion clinics. So uh, Com- Compass Compare said in a statement that adding insult to injury, the New York legislature passed a bill in uh, investigating pro-life pregnancy centers precisely because they do, they do not perform abortions. Jane's Revenge also admitted that it threw red paint on the front door of a crisis pregnancy center in Washington, D.C. last week. Spray paint, Jane says revenge uh, on the side of the building. Uh, uh, Compass uh, Care CEO Jim Harden said that his organization would continue its work and uh, called the authorities in New York to investigate and, and prosecute those responsible uh, for the attack. Um, in in uh, Asheville, New York, uh, a business that provides uh, counseling for pregnant uh, women was vandalized uh, overnight uh, last, last Monday. Uh, police are now searching for the group responsible. The activists broke a window, spray-painted the building with threatening uh, graffiti um, and that, that, wed, that read much like um, the Jane's Revenge one, if abortions aren't safe, then neither are you. Um, but it get, I mean, it all boils down to this. When leftists believe that they are losing the debate, they get violent. When they lose their power over you, they just get kooky. I mean, wh- what we are seeing now is attempts at trying to intimidate and even kill Supreme Court justices, kill their families and, and supporters. So, so that they can maintain their, their control and their power. And if they can intimidate enough people, especially Supreme Court justices, to not do the right thing and, and save unborn babies, then they will have gotten their way. And if they can't do that, then they will go as far as, the, as, as killing them. So Biden can, of course, replace them with a pro-choice justice. And this is a very serious situation and one that we'll be keeping our eye very close on here at Uncommon Sense. And of course, you can always um, you know, start make this the start of, of a discussion and you can always go to UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.